Good afternoon and welcome back to the campus of Southern Union State Community College for the second half of today's doubleheader baseball between Southern Union and Marion Military. The Bison won game number one, came back from four to one down in the sixth and won it seven to four. And now they're one win away from securing a playoff spot, at least a fifth place finish in the division, which the top five teams in each division advance to the conference tournament in a couple of weeks. I'm Tim Altork. Also with me today is Matt Knight. Thank you so much for watching and listening with us here on iSchool Sports Network. And hopefully we can get a good finish after a good start to our afternoon today. And on the mound for the Bison to start things off, the man who finished the game in game number one, Andrew Cronin. And my guess is that it will be pitching by committee for the Bison in this fourth and final game of the series. We've already seen Logan Ross in relief in this series. And Cronin starts Bryson Kirk off with a strike. And we're underway in game number one. Two, excuse me, fastball. Outside for ball one. That'll even the count at one and one to Kirk, who came on as a pinch hitter in game number one. Funny enough, tell you after he hits this ground ball to first, Clark fields it on a high hop, feeds Cronin, and that's out number one in the first inning. Kirk was the last batter of the first game. He faced Cronin, who got the last out of that game. And here they are facing each other to start game number two. You don't see that every day. And now it'll be Nicholas Freeman at the plate for the Tigers. Freeman hit leadoff in the first game. He's batting second in this one. He hits a slow roller up first. Clark's going to have another chance. So is Cronin, and they are once again up to the task. Closer play that time, but Cronin wins the race to the bag. And a couple of ground outs to first, and there's two outs in the first. And this will bring up Michael Rich. Lefty to... Face the right-hander, Cronin. With two outs and nobody on in the first. Breaking ball was up. Taken for a ball. It's 1-0 to Rich. We went one for four in the first game. Tripled and scored a run. Swings and fouls it out of play, and it's 1-1. One one. Another foul ball at the plate this time. And Cronin ahead, one and two. Numbers for Cronin coming into play today. This won't include the first game as this one is hit in the air to center field. And Miles Cook makes the catch around his knees. Tell you Cronin's numbers in the next inning. 
as that's out number three in the first. And we will go to the bottom half of inning number one. No score between Southern Union and Marion Military. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Bottom half of inning number one. In game number two, Southern Union looking for the sweep of today's doubleheader. They're looking to win the series and take three out of four overall after they split the doubleheader against Marion Military back on Thursday. And they will face right-hander Josh Maiman. Joshua Maiman making his eighth start, his 13th appearance overall. He's got a 5-1 record, a 444 ERA, 52 hits allowed in 48 and two-thirds innings, just five walks, so he's going to be in the strike zone. 35 strikeouts over that time as well. So Maiman gets the start. It'll be Miles Cook to lead things off for the Bison. Here in game number two, takes a fast strike, and it's 0-1. Cook came into action today, hitting 379. The average for much of the season for Cook has been over 400. He's seen that tail off here towards the end of the season, but still very good numbers for Miles Cook. 379, a homer, 16 RBIs. That's before his work in game number one as he works a 2-1 count. To start things off, it'll be Cook, Collins, and Clark, the first three in the order for Southern Union here in the first. Swings and foul tip at the plate, and that'll even the count at two and two. Cook, Collins, Clark, Spivey in the cleanup spot, Sire, Brewer. Top six remain unchanged. Ground ball slowly up the middle, but it's going to get through. Into center field for a leadoff single for Miles Cook, just as he did in game number one. Cook leads things off with a single. Cook had a good game in the first game. One for three officially, but also drew two walks. He was on base three times. That's all you can ask of your leadoff man. He does his job again here in the bottom half of the first, and Thomas Collins will be the batter. Just finished the lineup for Southern Union. After Brewer in the sixth spot, it's Phillips batting seventh. Griffin Usher is the catcher here in game number two. He'll bat eighth, and Borgert, the shortstop, will bat ninth. And Thomas Collins swings through the first pitch, and he's behind in the count 
He hits a little flare in the center, and that's going to get down for a base hit. Collins and Cook, a couple of balls that haven't been hit hard at all, but they put them in the right spot. And they're at first and second with nobody out for Casey Clark. Clark at 288 on the season. Two home runs, 26 RBIs. First pitch called strike outside corner. Clark. Takes low and in. That'll even the count at one and one. Clark in game number one. 0 for 3 officially, but he did reach on a fielder's choice and drew a walk and scored two runs. That pitch is high and away. It's two and one now to Clark. <laughs> that buzzing is yes. if, if any of our wireless devices cross our wires, we get a little buzz like that. So <laughs> Matt and I were looking for the culprit. I think we found it. And it's two and one to Casey Clark. He swings and hits a smash right at second, and they're going to double off Miles Cook. Tough break. The hardest hit ball of the inning. And it was right at Rich out there at second. He caught it, flipped over to short. And it, just that quickly, there's two outs in the inning. Just like we started last game. We get runners in scoring position, and we find a way to get them out. And Jake Spivey's the hitter. He hits a slow roller out to short, the flip to second, and that will end the inning. So a promising start, but the double play at the ground out puts that to an end in the bottom half of the first. We'll go to inning number two, still no score between Southern Union and Marion Military. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic.
Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. No scores. We go to the second inning. Cronin's still out there. He only threw a handful of pitches in the first game. He did work on Thursday as well. But with the extra day of rest in between games and limited action in game number one, we'll see how long Cronin hangs around in this one. He'll start off inning number two. Hunter Stowe. Against Hunter Stowe. And we did not have the Marion lineup prior to the game. So we're sort of filling in the lineup and the positions as we go. Stowe hits a sharp grounder to second, but Phillips scoops it up, makes the throw. And quickly out number one in the second. And why would we expect you know, to get all of that and be right on cue for, for this day. <laughs> this, this whole day has just been patched together with staples and duct tape, and somehow we've made it work. So one out. In the second, Cronin drops down sidearm. Must have been low. That's talking Luxford, ain't it? Is that one? Please so. He hits a grounder out towards second, towards the bag. Phillips juggles it for a moment, and that's going to cost him. Would have had to be a, a perfect play. He got to it in plenty of time, but the transfer from the glove to the throwing hand, he had a little bobble there, and... Lunsford is able to reach. What do you call that? An error? We'll give it a hit. We'll call him a hit. All right. Would have been a tough play. There's a called strike. And that's Justice, who is playing first base again. Pops away from Usher, and the runner goes down to second. One and one now to Justice. Who came in hitting 375, two home runs, 12 RBIs on the season. Cronin has gone to that sidearm delivery quite a bit here in the second inning. He didn't use it much, if at all, in the first. Nor in the first game. Nor in the first game. He's sort of. Dusted it off here in the second inning. Mixed results so far. He's in a 2-1 count to Justice. And there's a dribbler foul. That'll even the count at 2-2. Two and two. Trenton Justice. Had a good game 
In game number one, two for three officially, a couple of singles. He drew a walk. That one glanced off of him and hit him. He didn't do much to get out of the way, but you don't have to do much. So he trots down to first after being hit by the pitch. And the batter will be number three, Jordan Moore. Jordan Moore, who's playing third base in this one. He hits one two-third. Collins to Phillips to Clark. Double play. All the way around the horn. Taylor made double play. The bison turn it. And just like that, the inning comes to a close. And we will go to the bottom half of inning number two. Still no score between Southern Union and Marion Military. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Bottom half of the second. No score between Southern Union and the Tigers of Marion Military. Bison had a couple of hits to lead off the first, but got pinched on the double play. They return the favor in the top of the second. The 5-4-3 double play, Collins to Phillips to Clark. Erase the threat for the Tigers, and here we are, scoreless. It'll be Sire, Brewer, and Phillips due up in the second against Tiger right-hander Joshua Mayman. Brody Sire takes a called strike. Swings and hits it right back through the box and into center field for a base hit. Skipped right under the glove of Mayman. Coming up to bat, number 15, Austin. And all the way into center field. Sire on with a leadoff single. And Usher will. No, I'm sorry. Brewer will be the hitter. Just want to apologize for that deep shadow coming in over home plate. Grounded to third. They're going to try to turn the 5-4-3, and they will. A double play off the bat of Brewer. 
And so far, the double play has been the story of the ball game. 5-4-3. Goes Brewer. Sire erased. Two outs, nobody on for Clayton Phillips. Phillips takes a call strike. It's 0-1. Phillips hitting 307, two homers, 30 RBIs. That's tied for the team lead with those 30 driven in. Takes a ball to even the count at 1-1. He hits one hard to left, but it's going to hang up out there. And the catch is made. So not a traditional one, two, three inning, but three up, three down for the Bison after the double play. And we will go to inning number three, still no score. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. For 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 6, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Bodley? Well, they're open and ready to Y'all get a number on the left field for them. For them. Next time out. That's the only one I don't have. Or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturday, 11 to 8. Top of the third, no score. The catcher, Christian Wright, as Matt helps me out with the lineup. He grounds one over to third. Collins diving stop. Accurate throw. Good defensive play by Thomas Collins to start the third inning. One pitch, one out. And Wright is retired. Mason Green, 17. And the shortstop, Mason Green, by my count, the number nine hitter. He grounds one right back to Cronin. Two pitches, two outs in the third. And uh, my count was correct. We're back to the top of the order. Bryson Kirk, the right fielder. He takes a pitch. My guess is it's Lunsford out and left just by deduction. He played there in the first game. He batted earlier. And Stowe was the DH in the first game, so I'm guessing that's the same situation for the lineup for 
Very military. 2-0 count. Grounded foul. Off the bat of Kirk. It's 2-1. So right fielder Kirk. Left fielder, or excuse me, center fielder Freeman. Second baseman Rich. D.H. Stowe. Left fielder Lunsford. First baseman Justice. Third baseman Moore. Swing and a miss, and it's 2-2 two two to Kirk. Catcher right, shortstop green. That's the batting nine for the Tigers in game number two. Two balls, two strikes. Hit in the air. Pretty deep left, left or excuse me, right center. But Cook drifts back and makes the catch. And an easy one, two, three inning for Andrew Cronin and the Bison. We go to the bottom half of inning number three. Still no score. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Bottom half of the third inning, 0-0 is our score. The Bison will hit with the 8-9-1 spots in the order. Usher, Borgert, and Cook do up. And it took us three innings, but we've got the defense pieced together for the Tigers. Out left to right in the outfield, it's Lunsford in left, Freeman in center, Kirk in right. Across the infield, it's Jordan Moore getting the start at third base. Green at short, Rich at second, Justice at first, and right behind the plate where he was in game number one. First pitch to Griffin Usher. It's fouled back off the screen, 0-1. Usher at 288 on the season, no homers, 14 RBIs. Swings and misses, and he's in the hole 0-2. Usher behind the plate in game number two, as we've seen all season. Takes high for ball one. Calls strike three at the knees, inside corner. And Usher is the first strikeout victim for Joshua Maiman. And that'll bring up Riley Borgert with one out. Nobody on in the third. Borgert at 328 for the year. No home runs, 12 RBIs. Shows bunt, pulls it back, takes a ball. It's 1-0. Borgert one for three in the first game. Swings and hits one in the air to left. Lunsford started slow. Now he takes off, and he's not going to get to it. Borgert 
hustling all the way. He's going to make the turn around second, but stop there with a double to the warning track. That ball took off. Surprised me at how far it went. I think it surprised Lunsford, too. But Borger gives it a ride all the way to the warning track. That's right. Second time Borgert's given one a ride. He gets a double out of it this time. And he's at second with one out. And Miles Cook at the plate. Cook takes a called strike. Outside corner. 0-1. Cook led the game off with a single. But was wiped out on the double play. The line drive double play. Where he had no chance to get back to second. Takes low for ball one. That'll even the count. One ball, one strike. To the Southern Union center fielder. One-one pitch, grounded to third. He looks the runner back, throws across to get Cook. Borgert has to stay put. Textbook defense there by Jordan Moore over at third. And Borgert is at second with two outs now. And Thomas Collins at the plate. Collins also had a base hit. His first time through. He's got the average at 325, a home run, and 24 RBIs. He hits one in the air to center. And Freeman is going to get to it and make the catch for out number three. So the double does no harm for Southern Union. They leave Borgert stranded out at second. And we'll go to the fourth inning. Still nothing, nothing our score. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray it from the Car Clinic. Here we go with the top of the fourth inning. Two, three, four spots in the order. Freeman, Rich, and Stowe. And just going back to that double by Borgert, talking about how we were surprised how far that ball went. Borgert has 38 hits on the season. 35 of those 38 hits are singles. So for him to hit his double, which is the fourth of the year, uh, caught a little bit of everybody off guard. 
as Freeman swings at the first pitch and grounds out. For out number one in the fourth. Who did he hit that to? Was it third? Third, yeah. yeah. I was talking about Borgert not paying attention to what's going, going on. Pitches just off the plate outside to the second baseman, Michael Rich. 0 for 1. He flied out to center his first time. Rich came into action today, hitting 314, leads the team with six home runs and 41 RBIs. Takes called strike at the belt. And that'll even the count at one and one. Swing and a miss. Big cut. Didn't get it. It's one and two to Rich, who played third base in the first game. And we saw Taft at second base. They both sort of struggled defensively in that game. So to address that, Rich moves over to second, and Taft not in the lineup in this game. Count is even now to Rich as he takes high and away, and that'll run it full. Cronin still out there for the Bison. And he's been sharp in this one. He gets another ground ball. Clark is going to get to it, get it over to Cronin, and that's out number two. Third time Cronin has had to run over there and field a throw from the first baseman at the first base bag, and they have executed that play without flaw each time. So two outs, nobody on in the fourth for the D.H. Hunter Stowe. Stowe, average-wise, leads the team. 427, three home runs, 27 RBIs. Cronin shows that sidearm delivery, throws a strike on the outside corner. That'll even the count at one and one. After the first pitch to Stowe was a ball. And he grounds one foul over towards the third base dugout. One ball, two strikes now to the Tiger DH. Here's the one-two pitch, just missed up and in. That'll even it up at two and two. Two-two, hit in the air to right. Sire drifts back, now stops and makes the catch just in front of the warning track. And that will end the fourth. Cronin has retired eight straight. We go to the bottom half of inning number four. Still no score. H&M Drugs. 
where we know you by name, is Wadawi's Hometown Pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane, Wadawi, Alabama. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. It's been all about the pitchers so far through three and a half innings. No score. The Bison do have four hits against Maimon, but two double plays have neutralized any offensive threat the Southern Union Bats have tried to put together. On the other side, Cronin has limited the Tigers to just one hit through four innings so far. Bison have also turned a double play. Pitching and defense, the name of the game right now in a scoreless ball game. So we go to the bottom of the fourth, and Casey Clark takes a called strike. And he's down in the count 0-1-1 against Mayman. That one got by the catcher. Bounced between his legs there and taken for a ball. It's 1-1 one one for Casey Clark, who lined into that double play back in the first inning after a promising start. Back-to-back singles to start the game. Clark hit a shot to second, but Rich caught it and doubled off Cook. Clark now in a 2-1 count. Pitch, swings through it. And it's 2-2. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes, and he hits him. Hits him right in the thigh. Coming up to that, number 44, Jake Spivey. I've got so Jake Spivey will be the batter. He grounded out to short his first time up. Spivey at 303 on the season, two home runs, 30 RBIs. He and Phillips tied. For the team lead with those 30 runs driven in. He swings at the first one and pops it straight up to shoot. Slams down the bat. The first baseman, Justice, calls for it in foul territory and makes the catch about halfway between home and first. And Spivey is retired. Coming up to bat, number two, Brody Sire. And Sire will be the hitter. Singled his last time up. Sire at 291 coming in. Two homers, 20 RBIs. He also swings at the first pitch, but that pop-up is going to get out of play. 0-1 to Sire. 
Chased one that might have been out of the zone. Got a piece of it. Fouled it off, and it's 0-2. Okay. Looks pretty good. I'm taking a peek over Matt's shoulder at the center field camera. And Sire hits a sharp ground ball to second. On to second for two. They turn the double play again, the third one of the ball game. Rich to green to justice. 4-6-3 goes the double play. And that's how the fourth inning ends for Southern Union. We go to the fifth, still no score. A story of tradition eclipsing 100 years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Stage 20 Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Top of the fifth, we're rolling right along, no score. Cronin is dealing right now, and he's back out there for the fifth inning. He'll face the five, six, seven spots in the order, lunch for justice and more due up here in the fifth. Breaking ball, sidearm delivery, froze Lunsford. And it's 0-1. Lunsford singled his last time up. He also hit that home run in the first game off of Logan Ross. But he swings through that one. He was out in front, and it's 0-2. That one sails wide. One ball, two strikes to Lunsford. If you're worried about the lack of offense in this game for either team, could be worse. Hit in the air to left center. Cook is racing back. Is he going to get there? He will not. This one will sail out of here. Lunsford has a solo home run, and it's one to nothing. He had a two-run bomb in the first game to right field. This one... A solo shot to left center. And the Tigers strike first. As I was saying, the lack of offense could be worse. The Braves just played a doubleheader and lost five to nothing and seven to nothing. Oh, wow. They played 14 innings and didn't score a run. So... Somebody's somebody's always got it worse than you, Matt. I always I say that to my kids a lot. And still plenty of time left in this ball game for the Bison to get the bats going. They trail it one to nothing now for 
Andrew Cronin after the solo home run to lead off the fifth by Lunsford. And it's an 0-2 count to Justice. Cronin has come back firing strikes. The 0-2 pitch fouled out of play. That's some rocking right along if we ain't careful. The softball still be playing. We'll get to go watch softball. If we're not careful. That care don't normally happen. No, it doesn't. But if we're not careful, it could go the other way. This yes. one's grounded. Foul off the foot of Justice. We were rocking right along and then ended up playing 13 innings the other day. <laughs> yes, we did. So, so let's... Let's just see how it goes. 0 oh 2 still to Justice. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Usher will have to throw him out after the ball hit the dirt. But he does so. And that's the first out in the fifth. And the first strikeout of the game for Cronin. And Moore will be the batter with one out, nobody on. Cronin drops down. The pitch was low for ball one. Moore came into action today, hitting 227 with a home run and 15 RBIs. He takes a pitch outside, and it's 2 0. As I said, Moore didn't start in the First game, he swings and misses, and it's two and one. But he's been a lineup regular for the most part. Out of 43 previous games, he's started 35 of them. Swung on and hit in the air to shallow right. Sire puts the glove up, can't find it. Now he can and makes the catch. He signaled for a minute like he had lost it, but I don't think he ever did. With that sunshine in that direction, that's always the danger of balls hit in that part of the field at this time of day. But Sire was up to the task and made the catch for out number two. And Christian Wright, the catcher. Grounded out to third his first time up. Came in hitting 297 with two homers, 11 RBIs. Big cut, swing and a miss. And that'll even the count at one and one. That one stays low. Two balls, one strike now to Christian Wright. who went 0 for 2 with a walk in game number one. He hits a hot shot down the left field line, but foul. And that'll even things up. Two balls, two strikes. Two outs, nobody on, but a run across on the solo home run. Popped up in the air, shallow right. Sire coming in, Clark going out. Sire makes the call. And puts it away for out number three. But the leadoff home run by Lunsford breaks the 
Scoreless tie will go to the bottom of the fifth. The Tigers lead it now one to nothing. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. One to nothing. Southern Union trailing it as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Tim Altork, Matt Knight with you. Here from one of my favorite places to spend a spring afternoon. Southern Union Baseball Stadium. And it's been a good day so far for the Bison. What a great weather day. Absolutely. Beautiful weather. Sunshine, 70 degrees. Nice breeze. Bison won a ball game, 7-4 in the first one. They trail it by one here in the second. If they win, they got a playoff spot. And even if they lose this game, they're still in pretty good shape to still make the playoffs. It's not a either-or situation based on the outcome of this game. But they do control their destiny. And at minimum, they will get the number five seed in the division if they win this contest and keep their best-case scenario in play, which would be to climb up to third. That still is not out of the question, depending on how things go this week coming up. we got to take care of business here, trailing it one to nothing. And Austin Brewer is down in the count one and two after a big cut on the 1-1 pitch. Came up empty. Here's the one-two to Brewer. He fought it off, fouled off of his body. The Bison have hit in four innings coming into this turn at bat and have hit into double plays in three of those four innings. Taken outside for ball two. That'll even things up. Two balls, two strikes to Brewer. Brewer did hit into one of those double plays his first time up back in the second. He grounds one foul down the third baseline. So he'll see another 2-2 pitch. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. He did tip it, but... 
Right squeezed it. And that's a strikeout for out number one in the fifth. Second strikeout for Mayman. And Clayton Phillips is the hitter. He hits one out to second. Rich has it on a couple of hops and makes the throw to first in time for out number two. Coming up to bat, number 14, Griffin Usher. Griffin Usher will be the hitter. He was the other strikeout victim against Mayman his first time up. He hits one sharply through the hole and into right field. That's a base hit for Griffin Usher with two outs in the fifth. Coming up to bat, number 27, Robert Bogart. Bogart hit one to the fence again. Bison could tie things up here. Making something happen with two outs. Let's see if Borgert can keep the two-out rally going with Usher down at first. Borgert hit a long double his first time up back in the third. Short hop the fence out there in left center. He's taking a ball. He's taking a strike. It's one and one now to the Southern Union shortstop. Short lead for Usher. Swung on a miss by Borgert. Took a little something off there, didn't he? Yeah, he was out in front of that one. And it's one ball, two strikes. Runner goes. The pitch is high. And now they got him hung up. Usher slammed on the brakes. He's going to try to slide in back to first, and he will. As the throwback skipped up the arm of Justice. And the Bison catch a break on the base path as Usher took off. Didn't get a good jump. Thought better of going and got caught in no man's land, but he was able to get back to first. And now a 2-2 count to Borgert. Called strike three outside corner. Mayman put it in a picture-perfect spot. And that is how... The fifth inning comes to an end. Third strikeout for Mayman. And we'll go to the sixth. Southern Union trailing it one to nothing. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. 
Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. One to nothing, our score. The only difference in this game, the solo home run by Colton Lunsford in the fifth inning. As Marion Military looking to earn a split in this doubleheader and a split in the series as both teams won a game on Thursday. And Cronin doing the job. He's still out there to start the sixth. Swing and a miss, or a foul tip, I should say, as Usher caught the foul ball, and Green is behind in the count 0-1. Mason Green, the batter, he grounded out to the pitcher his first time up. He fights that one off, and he's quickly behind 0-2. It's pretty telling that Mason Green's the number nine hitter. We're in the sixth inning, and this is only his second time up. That's the kind of day it's been offensively for both of these teams of game in this game, not the day itself, but in this specific game. As the one to nothing score indicates, Cronin leaves that one high. It's two and two. The home run last inning was just the second hit that Cronin has allowed in this game. Big cut, swing and a miss, strike three. Green strikes out. Second strikeout for Cronin. One out in the sixth, and the leadoff man, Bryson Kirk, will be the hitter. Six to four across the way. Bison or Lady Bison are up in the middle of the fifth. Well, they've the the ship has sailed on the postseason, but it sure would be nice for them to give those sophomores a win in their final game on that field. Yes, yes. Lays down the bunt. College charges, has time and makes the throw. Route number two, Kirk tried to bunt for a hit, but laid it down a little too hard. Collins came in and made the play. Two outs in the sixth. And a little bit of a of a lost season for the for the softball team. I was talking to Coach Silva before we went on the air and shuffled our deck today. And she felt like they had possibly the most talented team in the conference coming into the season. They lost a pitcher who decided not to play. There's a hard hit ball to deep right. Sire turns tail and runs, and it is gone. A home run off the bat of Nicholas Freeman. And the Tigers are playing long ball with Andrew Cronin. 
Two to nothing is our score. First home run of the season for Nicholas Freeman. He turned on an inside pitch. Got the barrel of the bat on it. And popped it right out of here. Second solo home run of the game. Third hit allowed by Cronin, but he trails it two to nothing. And Michael Rich will be the hitter. Takes up and in for ball one. The 1-0 chopped foul. Not leaving the count at 1-1. Just going back to the Southern Union softball team. You look at their lineup, and the top four hitters in that lineup have probably something that nobody else in the conference has. You got four hitters hitting at 400 or better, even right. this late in the season. Right. Haley Liner, Ansley Ogletree, Kinsey Bayer, Summer Lawrence, those four have just absolutely lit it up at the top of that lineup, more so than any other lineup in the conference. But if you started the season and said, tell me one person that you can't lose off of this Southern Union softball team, it would have been starting pitcher Olivia Chestnut. And lo and behold, she was the one that got injured, a comebacker hit her in the hand early in the season. And the Bison just never really recovered once they lost her out of the top of that starting rotation as there's a 3-2 count now to Rich. I mean, if you look back at what their record was when she got hurt and what it's been since then, it's a clear line in the sand. And it shows just how much she meant to that team. But the good news is she'll be back. They've recruited hard to get some more arms in there, and hopefully they can solve that pitching problem as there's a fly ball to pretty deep center. But Cook drifts back, camps out under it, and makes the catch. But the Nicholas Freeman home run adds a run to the Tigers' lead. We go to the bottom half of the sixth inning. Two to nothing, our score. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray it from the Car Clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Well, the Bison trailed it by three runs going into the sixth 
inning of game number one. Came back and won that game. Seven to four. They trail it by two runs here in the sixth. But they got the top of the order with Cook, Collins, and Clark, the killer C's, to get their third look at Josh Mayman and see if they can do something about this 2-0 Tiger lead. Cook takes a strike, or excuse me, takes a ball. It's 1-0. That one's low for ball two. Cook drew two walks in the first game. Might be an underrated part of his approach. He's got a good command of the strike zone. He always shows good patience. Takes a strike there. Still ahead in the count, two and one. Here's the two-one pitch. He hits one back up the middle, and it's going to get through in the center. Cook has his second single of the ball game. He's two for three. And let's hope the Tigers of Marion Military have used up their allotment of double plays. They've already turned three in this game. And you know what, Matt? I haven't seen someone from Southern Union hit a home run in quite a while. It's been a while. We, we need to call one up. There's a high fly ball in the deep right center. And that ball is going to be caught on the run. Freeman tracked it down on the warning track. Showed the speed. Got over there and almost even overran it. On a hard hit ball off the bat of Collins who gave it a ride, but he flies out to deep right center. I mean, it really, and it's been a while. I can't remember the last home run I've seen hit by Southern Union in this ballpark. And obviously I haven't been at every single game. There's a ground ball up the middle and through for a base hit off the bat of Casey Clark. So runners at first and second. With one out. And the Bison are maybe starting to figure Mayman out. <laughs> Nobody throwing in the bullpen down there. Mayman's been cruising right along. But the Bison finally starting to put a threat together. First and second. One out. Jake Spivey at the plate. He's one that can hit it a long way if he gets a hold of it. If he does, the Bison will have the lead. Two home runs this season for Spivey. Takes the first one for a strike. It's 0-1. Cook at second, Clark at first. Pitch is low. Blocked up by right behind the plate. And that'll even the count at one and one. The one-one pitch almost hit him. Taken inside for ball two. And if Spivey ever got the notion to go to right field and hit one down the line, two runs would score. 
Kirk, the right fielder, has swung way around towards center. Check swing. And he didn't go, and it's three and one. A walk would load the bases. Here's the 3-1, hit in the air to left. Pretty deep but playable for Freeman, who ranges over into the gap. Miles Cook is going to tag. So is the runner from sec first, and he is safe. The throw came into second. And Clark, as soon as he saw Cook tag, he did the same thing. Coming up the bat, number two, Brody. Heads up defensive play. By Green on the cutoff from the outfield, he turned instead of trying to go to third. He threw back to second and almost got Casey Clark. But the runners move up on the fly ball that was caught in left center by the center fielder. Freeman's been busy out there and has shown his range in both directions. So it'll take a two-out hit from Brody Sire with runners at second and third and two out. But if they get that hit, they can tie it right here. And the right, right fielder, he ain't moving with a left-handed batter. So. Still a lot of room down that line. A lot of room. Sire can turn on one. He's ahead in the count, 1-0. Pitch, he hits it that direction, and that's going to get down and score two runs. Sire found the spot. He's going to get a two-run double, and the Bison have tied it. A big two-out hit from Brody Sire in the bottom of the sixth. Coming up to bat, number 15, Austin Brewer. Two-out hits. Get you to heaven, Matt. And we've got a new ball game. Two to two is our score. Now he's moved over some, and he should have been over there. <laughs> Yeah, that's a – he hit it right where we were talking about. Not quite down the line, but in a spot where maybe if he's playing a little more straight up and right, that's a catchable ball. There's a base hit possibly. No, it's caught. No, he dropped it. The sun shielded him. Out and right. Kirk dropped the ball, and the Bison lead it. Off the bat, I thought it was a base hit. And then I thought it was going to be caught, and then he dropped it. And the sun was definitely a factor on that. He sort of dropped to a knee, and as that ball came down, he probably lost it in that last split second before it got to him. And that's going to be a base hit for Brewer. Sire comes around to score in the sixth inning is the magical inning for the Bison, a foul ball down the third baseline off the bat of Phillips, and it's 0-1. That's not a bad strategy. You know, you wait till the end of the game, figure out how many runs you need to win it, and go ahead and score that many. I mean, why didn't everybody do that? Phillips takes inside. And that'll even the count at one and one. So, big two out. Clutch hitting 
by the Bison here in the sixth. And an unsung play, but how about both the runners tagging up on that fly ball? Yes. They may have come around to score anyway on that double by Sire, but nonetheless, they were both in scoring position with two outs and both came home to score. It could have been a different story if they were at first and second. Sire with the two-run double. Brewer with the sun-aided RBI single. Phillips swings and misses at the 3-1, and he's run at full. So Brewer will be off and running from first with the full count with two outs. There he goes, and it's dribbled up the third baseline. It's going to roll and stay fair. My goodness. An infield single that went about 75 feet for Clayton Phillips. Brewer heads down to second. Really the only thing Moore could have done there. He was hoping it went foul. He he, he made the right choice to let that roll. But the way the cut of the grass is on the baseline, it, it got on the line and then rolled back into fair territory. And that, well, I was going to say, it could be the end for Maven, but still nobody throwing down there. Nobody throwing, nobody coming out of the bullpen. This is out of the dugout. Yeah, this is just a talking to from the Tigers' coach. Maven will stay in there and face Griffin Usher, who's one for two. He singled his last time up. Another hit here would make life much more comfortable in the seventh for Southern Union. Usher takes low for ball one. Tim just talking a little life school. Sports, uh, even though we don't have Southern Union baseball this week or Southern Union softball, I think plans is in the work to cover some high school baseball with second-round playoffs. Usher takes low and in for ball two. Got to wait and see what RCHS does tomorrow. They go back to Laverne and play a deciding game, game three. three. But Woodland and Hanley's already punched their tickets into the second round. Big cut by Usher. Came up empty. He hit the catcher on the backswing. Want to make sure that Wright is okay. Appears no harm done. And the count's two and one to Usher. Yeah, high school baseball playoffs fully underway. The first round almost complete. Usher. It's mine. Oh. Usher <laughs> takes low and away. It's three and one. I don't know where this with these headset on. I don't know where the sound's coming from. Three balls and a strike to Griffin Usher. Our, talking about the high school baseball playoffs. Our local teams: Hanley High School, Woodland High School, won their first round series. And Usher works a walk. 
And it goes down to first. That will load the bases. And brings Borgert to the plate. The ninth man to hit in the inning. That one hits him, and it's going to bring another run home. He took it off his back. And the Bison lead it four to two. You'll take them any way you can get them. That one got him pretty flush. So hopefully no lingering effects there for Borgert. He'll probably have a spot to remember that one by. But still, bases loaded, two outs. Four to two the score, and Cook, who started all this off with a base hit. Hits for the second time in the inning. Now we got somebody down in the bullpen tossing a little bit. Yeah, Maven might be just running out of gas, but mm -hmm. the faith in him may just reflect the fact that this is the fourth game of the series. Swing and a miss by Cook. That'll even count at one and one. And the, the depth of the pitching may be a little bit exhausted for the Tigers. That's just speculation. Swung on and hit slowly. Foul up the third baseline. And it's one and two to Cook. Turns out we didn't need the long ball, Matt. No, sir. We put together a, a good rally. Cook calls time. Steps out, now steps back in. And awaits the one-two pitch. Here it comes. Fouled off, he stays alive. So he'll see another one, too. Cook already has two hits in this game. Scored a run. Played some good center field. He hits a little flare into right. That's going to get down. One run at least is going to score. It's going to be two instead. And the Bison adds to the lead. It's six to two. Miles Cook, a two-run single, his second hit of the inning. Phillips and Usher. Come home. Borgert all the way around to third. And again, in that sort of vacant spot in right field. But that was shallow enough and low enough where I think pretty much wherever he was playing, that was going to be a hit. And now that will be the end of the line for Mayman, and he signaled to the shortstop Green has the head coach here. So it looks like Green is going to come to the mound. 
And we'll see who the new shortstop is. We'll take a break, come back, tell you about all the changes right after this. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment, like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane, Wadawi, Alabama. Southern Union Bison Athletics. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Six Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Mason Green is the new pitcher. He moves over from shortstop to the mound. They put Hunter Stowe out at short or possibly at third. Looks like Stowe's going to be at third. They're going to move more over to short. But Stowe comes out of the DH spot to play in the field, so they lose the DH. The lineup will not change as far as the hitting is concerned. And Mason Green is the pitcher with two outs and runners at first and third. Six runs across. In the sixth inning, that's been the formula for Southern Union today. Score six in the sixth. And they lead it six to two with Thomas Collins at the plate. Collins takes high. After the first pitch was out of the zone, so it's two and oh to Thomas Collins, who's got a hit in three trips. He's flied to center twice. And he pops it up. Shallow left. Lunsford coming in. He's called for it and will make the catch out there for out number three, but another fantastic sixth inning for Southern Union. They push six runs across. They send 11 men to the plate, and the Bison will now come in the field in the seventh inning, leading it six to two. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Andrew Cronin still out on the mound looking to get the complete game victory as Southern Union trailed at 2 to nothing going to the 6th they scored 6 runs in their half of the 6th inning they lead at 6-2 to two and are 3 outs away from claiming a playoff spot in the ACCC North Division Tim, I think it's kind of fitting for Cronin to 
stay in, get the complete game, get the win. I mean, he's been their reliever uh, practically all year long, and I think, I mean, it's, it's just kudos to him how well he's had to come in and pitch a lot of time in relief, but he's pitched an outstanding game here. He certainly has, and I mean, the two long balls, I mean, you know, hey. But the, as I said last inning, he's given up three hits, two of them left the yard, but other than that, he's been in control and deserves to win this game. First pitch to Stowe is inside for ball one. This is not the last game of the regular season for Southern Union. It is the last home game. And it'll be the last game that we have here on iSchool Sports. As far as the regular season is concerned, we're still in in the works, negotiating, possibly covering tournament play. That is not, nothing definite there yet. Cronin has fallen behind 3-0 and to Stowe. But Southern Union does have a doubleheader scheduled at Chipola College down in Florida this Saturday coming up. It'll be their last tune-up before the playoffs if they can close this victory out as there's a fast strike to Stowe, and it's 3-1. and one. Three one. He went. Called strike. It's three and two. He may have swung, but the umpire went ahead and called, rang him up too. called it a strike. This would be a good start to the seventh. He fell behind 3 0 if he can battle back and get Stowe here. The three two. Up and in. He lost him. And Stowe is on to lead off the seventh with a walk. And that'll bring up Lunsford, who is homered in both games now. Hit one of those solo home runs. His came back in the fifth inning. Sidearm delivery from Cronin is fouled off down towards the bullpen. Strike one to Lunsford. But the good news is he can hit it 450 feet right now, and Southern Union would still be in the lead. That one dives off the plate outside and low. It's one and one now to Lunsford. He's two for two. He's singled back in the second. As I said, homered in the fifth. And that was the first walk of the game for Cronin. Big cut. Had him off stride. And it's one and two. So not only has Cronin limited the hits, He's displayed excellent control. He did hit a batter back in the second. But other than that, he's been all about the strike zone. That one dives out of the zone. It's two and two now to Lunsford. How about a double play? 2-2 mm -hmm. pitch. Grounded to third. Collins can't field it cleanly. His only play is going to be to first, and that will not – be made either. The throw was high, pulled Clark off the bag. That's an error on Collins where if he fields that ball, he at least gets one out somewhere. Yes. But it hit his glove and popped out. 
So a walk and an error, and there's runners at first and second with nobody out here in the seventh. And Justice at the plate. And it's a situation for Southern Union right now where you just you want to get an out. Take some of the pressure off. Take some of the air out of the sails here. And out any way you can get it. Sort of changes the tone of the inning. It's starting to feel a little dodgy right now. 1-0 to Justice. That one is low. It's 2-0. and And there is someone in the Southern Union bullpen, but I can't see past the light pole. Right-hander throwing down there. 31. Is that Land? Land. Swung on. Foul tipped into the mitt. And it's 2-1 and one to Justice. And, folks, we, those of you watching, we, we put our new outfield camera in today. We really would like your thoughts on it. Please let Adam know. Send him an email. Post it on Facebook. That pitch hit him. Oh, yeah. But the umpire says you do not get your base. And the contention, the call from the umpire is that he sort of stuck his elbow into it. Or if nothing else, made absolutely no attempt to get out of the way. And that's what the umpire is telling the coach. You can look at the umpire. He said he stuck his elbow out. And if that's what the umpire believes he saw, then he made the right call. A batter that does that is not awarded a base. It is a ball. So it's 3-1, and that's what the umpire is explaining to Coach Aaron Everett in the other dugout. The pitch that hit him that doesn't go as a hit-by-pitch does count as a ball. It's out of the zone. So 3-1 and one to Justice. Swing and a miss. He was late on the fastball, and it's 3-2. and two. Another big 3-2 pitch here. As I said, you want to get that first out. A walk loads the bases. Pitches high for ball four. And that is the situation. Bases loaded, nobody out. And Aaron Everett out to the mound. And the players have come out of the bullpen, but I don't think the signal has been made for a change yet. It has not. Cronin's going to stay in there for the time being. And we're going to get a pinch hitter. That's Davis. Nicholas Davis, number five, the right-hander who started in right field in the first game. Went 0 for 3 with a walk in that contest. He bats with the bases loaded. 
Nobody out. He represents the potential tying run. He swings and chops it to third. Collins will come home. They get the run there. They get the out there, excuse me. The force play at the plate. And Davis reaches first on the fielder's choice. But a very big first out, as I said. That first one comes, and they get it without a run scoring. So Stowe is thrown out at the plate. Base is still loaded and one out. Pitch is a called strike to right, 0-1. And a little bit of redemption defensively for Collins, whose error has contributed to this mess. He made a good play there. Accurate throw to the plate. That one gets away from Usher. And a run comes home. That's a pass ball. That pitch was not that bad. No. And I'm sure Usher will be the first to tell you he should have had it. So now it's six to three. Runners at second and third. One out. A 1-0 count to Christian Wright. Excuse me, 1-1 count to Christian Wright. Takes high for ball two. Two balls, one strike. The delivery to right. Back up the middle and through into center field. That's going to score two runs. The throw will be cut off by Clark, and it's 6-5. to five. A two-run single by Christian Wright has made it a one-run game here in the seventh. And that will be the end of the afternoon for Andrew Cronin. The new pitcher will be Cameron Land. We'll tell you all about him when we come back. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guy sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday 11 to 7 and Friday and Saturdays 11 to 8. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. New pitcher 
is Cameron Land. He comes in with one out in the seventh, a runner at first, and what is now a one-run ball game as the Tigers have scored three times here in the seventh to cut it to six to five. But Land, a good one to have on the mound. He comes in with a record of four and four, a 4.15 ERA. He has been the number two starter in this rotation for Southern Union all season long, one of the hardest throwing pitchers that they have. He's gone 47 and two-thirds innings. Sixty-two hits allowed, thirteen walks, thirty-one strikeouts. The only thing of note here for Land, this is his eleventh appearance. This will be his first relief appearance of the season. And we talked about how that may have affected Logan Ross. And when he came on in relief in game number one, and was not particularly effective early in that appearance. And this will be Copen to hit for Mason Green, who had moved into the pitching spot. So he didn't get an official at-bat last time, but he made an appearance. So, oh, he got a pitch this time. So That's right. <laughs> yeah, Copen was going to pinch hit, but Southern Union made a pitching change before he came to the plate in game number one, and then they took him out and put in another pinch hitter. So this is the first time at the plate for Copen. He's behind in the count 0-1. He hits a base hit in the right. And Sire comes up throwing. Holds right to second base. And the tying run is in scoring position now with still only one out. And Bryson Kirk, the leadoff man at the plate. He's 0 for 3. But all of that was against Cronin. Land comes set, looks back to second. Now delivers. It's hit back up the middle. And Borgert fields it but can't make a play anywhere behind the bag. The bases are going to be loaded. It was a slow roller, hit right back up the middle. Borgert had to dive to get his glove on it. His only hope was to flip to second, but he couldn't get it out of the glove as he was laying on the ground. And it's an infield single to load the bases. Still only one out. Right to third. Copen to second. And Freeman, who hit the solo home run his last time up, his first home run of the season, stands at the plate with one out. Takes outside for ball one. What felt like a very comfortable lead for Southern Union has become very tenuous. Outside, ball two. Nowhere to put Freeman. A walk ties the game.
Time called. Freeman steps out. Now we're ready for the 2-0. Here it is. Outside again. Ball three. Every pitch in this at bat has been up and away. Let's see if Land can battle back from 3-0. The delivery right through there. Called strike. It's 3-1. and one. One pitch, calls strike outside corner, a borderline pitch that went Cameron Land's way. And we've got a 3-2 count to Freeman. A huge pitch in this game coming up right now. The 3-2 swung on and hit in the air to left. Spivey races over, makes the catch. The runner tags. The throw comes home, and it is going to be in time. Southern Union wins it on a play at the plate. The Bison clinch a playoff spot with a 6-5 victory. Spivey makes the catch and left, guns him out at home plate, and that's the end of the ball game. Southern Union celebrates on the field. A defensive walk-off win. You don't see that all every day. No. And we will take a break and talk, tell you all about the victorious Southern Union Bison right after this. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Southern Union. A rousing end to the game number two in this doubleheader. They had the bases loaded with one out, a fly ball to left. Spivey made the catch, threw the runner out on one hop. A perfect throw to home plate. And Southern Union celebrates victory, 6-5 to five the final in game number two. A good pitching performance by Andrew Cronin, who picks up the win. And more importantly, Southern Union clinches a playoff spot. The Bison know that at the very least, they'll be in that play-in game in the conference tournament coming up in a couple of weeks. At the least. At the least. Depending on what happens the rest of this week elsewhere, they could move up to third and get into the double elimination portion of the tournament straight away. But today went about as good as it could have gone, Matt, for the Southern Union Bison. After the, the start that we had, you know, and, and everything, it could not have gone any better for Southern Union. Well, the Bison win two, seven to four in the first one, six to five in the second. And that's going to do it for us. Not sure when our next broadcast will be, but stay tuned to our iSchool Sports Network Facebook page. We'll post all the updates there for 
what's coming up next on the iSchool Sports just, Network. Just throwing everything out there. The girls have tied it up. It's the top of the seventh over there, so switch over, watch them, see if they can finish off and, and get this win for them, which like we talked about earlier, be a big win for the girls, the sophomores and all that's not coming back. So. Absolutely. So switch over, listen to some softball and, tr- and root on the bison to a victory on that side. Thanks for listening and watching with us here today for – Matt Knight, I'm Tim Altork. We're going to say so long and hope to hope that you tune in again whenever we're on the air again next time. So long, everybody.